This DJ and TV show is sponsored by DJ Event Planner, Electra Voice, DJ Trivia and DJ Bingo, ProX Direct, NLFX Pro. Promo only. Odyssey cases. Perfect portals. JMOS lighting. Instant DJ requests. And our DJ NTV insiders. This is John Young from DJN TV. Thanks for watching. Hey, we are here and it's Wednesday. That's right, a double done twice this week. Twice in one week. That's pretty cool. We can't even say two for Tuesday. No, we can't because it happened a day later. <laughs> Tuesday, I was such a sweaty mess, and yeah, it wasn't. Did that picture finally get through that I sent over? Yeah, yeah. I, I look like a, kind of like that. The container ran over me before it was put down. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was funny that you sent that because literally later on that night, um, I got someone something that came through on one of my Instagram posts of someone taking. A, a, a shipping container like you had the exact same color and turning it into a house exactly what we were talking about <laughs> talk about algorithms reading you know yeah. listening yeah. to your voice but yeah but be careful what you say that's why when i'm near my phone i go i love america yeah and, uh, america man you love it love it so much it's yeah great. just so and i love coupons from subway oh, oh. Uh, free pizza is awesome. Popeye <laughs> <Yeah>. John's <laughs> is... Okay. Hey, thank you guys for joining us tonight. We are going to kind of talk a little music. Uh, we are going to be doing a Tuesday night music show, which is typically 10 o'clock Eastern, that Brian and Jay and Howie get together and talk music. We were going to kind of fill in for them last night, but things just kind of got out of hand. I, as we were talking, I got a shipping container, and I was so excited to get it leveled and square to the building and doing all these things. And by the time I got done with that, I was a sweaty mess, and it's like, MJ, I'll never get ready in time. So, And, and it worked out because I had spent all day working on a website, and I, my brain was pretty much <laughs> mush by that point. <laughs> uh, so we said, let's do it tonight, and uh, that way we can kind of uh, – can, if there was anything that came out of Expo, we could talk about that a little bit. And then we're going to kind of dig into uh, – you know, kind of talking about some of the throwback music for wedding DJs specifically, but we're going to take it out of MJ's world because that's going to fit into what we as wedding DJs need to know about. But we'll get to that in just a bit. I, I, I the title that you sent me um, kind of means like a challenge to me. Is your throwback <laughs> music game strong? Yeah. So that's something and, for and then my name following it. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. Yeah. With, with yeah, you know, we just it's, it's, you know, it's not a, a not a challenge. It's just uh, we'll be talking about that. Uh, before we get into the music side of it, though, let's let's kind of just give a little uh, update on what we've been hearing from DJ X. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about with that, don't we? 
Uh, you can say DJX, and every time you say that, I'm going to go Poe. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or DJ- Spo. I guess that's what the idea uh, For those of you who aren't aware, DJ Expo is going on right now. DJX is what the new version is called, uh, and that's going on right now in Atlantic City. Uh, last night, we had the DJ and TV chill event that happened at the Beret Club, which is just off the boardwalk there on down by the ocean. They had a good time with that. It sounded like there was a, a nice crowd that rolled through, so that looked like it was a good evening. Show has been going. Exhibit hall was open yesterday and today. Um, so MJ, what have you been? Have you heard anything really coming from the show too much so far? Yeah, there was two companies there that came out with a brand new sticker, and that was about it. Wow. Hopefully, they use like multicolors. That would be awesome. There was just nothing, and I wanted to post this. I'm trying to be positive about it. But I'm going to try to word it positively the best I can because I wanted to ask a question like legitimately without trying to sound like a complainer or starting a fight. Is this the first expo ever where there was no new products announced of any sort? I'm, I'm going to say probably. I, I don't. And even last year, there was a couple of things that they were showing. But this year, um, there there's there might be a handful of things that kind of came in under the radar. Uh, Danny Max talked about a new podium that he's put together for ceremony systems. Um, I saw a picture that was that out prior to the expo. No, no, that was a true expo release because he teased it by showing it under a blanket or something a few days ago. Oh, so, so then there was only one new product. So there was that product. And then Dan uh, Dan Carpenter, who's typically, you know, stay, uh, right, right, right. right there um yeah trying to make sure you get it right here you'd think i'd have it down by now um, here. so dan who'd be with us on monday nights is there and he was saying that their pro x uh, has a new uh, dj table out that he said looked pretty neat and he's got some information on that so I we'll be getting a small that video of that but uh, yeah. that one I, th- I thought was out earlier too maybe it's not maybe it wasn't i'll have to take a take a look at that because we haven't really gotten to it was that. neat because it folds up but uh a neon booth. Robin mentions a neon booth that looked pretty cool. No, that was just uh, uh, bad tuning on on your screen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Steve, did uh, when did Jay mention anything new in his walkthrough video? Because I know uh, that Jay uh, did a pioneer uh, walkthrough video earlier today. So, Steve, if there was anything there that you saw, I didn't get a chance to watch it because I've been uh, I was kind of finishing up a few things and then I went for a. Uh, uh, I ran for, went for a four-mile journey this afternoon, this evening. But yeah, so it's, there's not a lot going on. From what I'm hearing from people on, on site is that the educational content, there's some some good stuff there. If you're, if you're an experienced DJ, you're going to get a couple, of, a couple of nuggets maybe. But they have a lot of one-on-one stuff. They're really trying to focus on that beginning DJ, getting started, being a not a mobile DJ as much as a a kind of a club DJ there's more along the lines of that from what I'm hearing or at least the perception of a couple of people who have have talked to me about this the exhibit hall is a fraction of what it used to be part of that's due to covid part of that has been due to the attrition that's been happening for the last number of years so it's not it's it's more drastic this is probably a decline that you might have seen in 5 years instead of in 2 type of thing from 2019 but it, they're there, and uh, there's there's still some you know some cool things to check out and people to put hands on things. So that's that start part is still there to a level. It sounds some like, people also with the Pioneer booth. This is probably the first time they got to touch the um, good point Rev, Rev Seven and One. Yeah, good point. 
Yeah. I didn't even ask if they had any for sale there because I know he said they were going to have a lot of things for sale in the Pioneer booth, but I didn't ask what they were. Sure. Yeah. And that could be, uh, that could be, uh, yeah. Steve mentions there was a new one. He's not sure of the model. So that, yeah, one. In some years, there have been four or five new things at DJ Expo or, or NAM, you know, whatever. Those are their two big times of the year for uh, releasing things. Large format CDJ 3000. That that was there. Yeah, I think that's been I think that's been uh, been in the out for a little bit. So yeah, there hasn't been a touch, but it sounds there like any small format CDJ three thousands. Yeah, they're all pretty good size. I don't think there is. They're all ginormous. Yeah, you put two of them on each side and put a you know a couple of boards across the top, and you got yourself a shelter for your car. It's a great thing. For real, it's, it's a great thing. If you put wheels on one, you got a it's car. Got a car. Um, so yeah, it sounds like the educational content is is uh, you know they. Some people were there. Some people, you know, weren't there. We're a nice crowd. You're you're more apt to have a hundred people in that seminar room than three hundred people. The room was set for under four hundred people. It's there, and then people who are there for the education can partake if they want. But most people are not there for that. It sounds like number wise, they felt that this this year was up from certainly from last year, uh, maybe even a, a higher than 2019, which would have been a last uh, non-COVID year. But most of the people who are there are there for the social aspect of it, to go and see friends that they haven't seen in three years. So you're going to have – you have that bump, which is – I think you're going to see that at, even in Las, Las Vegas next year. You're going to have the bump of people, especially as this whole COVID thing's finally worrying, working its way through and people are getting used to that. You'll have that, and then it'll go back to normal where you'll have people who only come every three to five years, and they alternate. Okay, I mean, I'm there this year, but I won't be here for the next two years. Oh, I'm here next year, but I won't be then. Yeah. My schedule is usually go two years, don't go a year. I think, and that's where you're going to see is that that yeah. those will line up, and there's going to be years where if they everybody comes at the same time just because, and then you're going to have yeah. that that uh, that that randomness of the uh, should I should I so. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think overall, um, it's nice to see it's back. It's nice to see they're able to do something, and uh, it sounds like everyone's having a really good time with it, and things have gone pretty well. You haven't heard. Um, problems with the the you know the roof leaking and i haven't heard too many people complaining about the internet there so you know that's fabulous because <laughs> there have been times where it's been uh, you know ghost or dead dead down there dead zone so so all right let's jump into uh, what i wanted to talk a little bit uh, tonight in, in that throwback music because when we did the show and we were discussing in the you know the oldies and the throwbacks and and really getting into that um, you, you, of course, said kind of explained it so well, and people really kind of jumped into that. And I th what I wanted to do tonight was is to really spend some time looking at um, when when we're looking at a a wedding crowd, a, and I, generally right now most of the weddings I'm doing, my couple and their immediate friends are somewhere between 23 and 27. So if we put that magic number at their age is 25, I wanted to kind of go through and talk a little bit about some of the throwback music that would fit with that age group. Which would have put them in your clubs three, you know, about three to four years ago, somewhere in that ballpark. So I wanted to kind of go through and, and um, kind of pick your mind a little bit about what types of things, when you see that type, that age group in front of you, what what are some things that you would be, you're starting out going to things and, and let's just kind of work our way around and talk about, uh, about some of the music that would be played with that group. Yeah, the first thing I would do is ignore them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing up uh, my library here, yep. so if I'm glitchy, it's taken a second to bring it up. Mm 
It's it's reading tags again. Why are you reading tags? Um, and I'll, kind of for those who didn't get a chance to watch that, when we're talking throwbacks, kind of define that for uh, for the folks. You do such a nice job with that. Well, we've always considered it's not a lot of DJs that are my age. They will talk about oldies being a specific year or decades, like 60s, 50s, and 60s. Mm-hmm. When that first be- started being called oldies was in the 80s. So that was how many years prior to 80? Like 20, 30 years? Yep, somewhere in that ballpark. So as you look at oldies to the younger people now, you have to go back 20 to 30 years from now, which takes you to 1990s. Mm-hmm. So those to their mind, is exactly the same as the 50s and 60s were to the mind of someone like us in the 80s and 90s. So when you're picking songs for them, you have to think that way. What would you have felt like as a 25-year-old back in 80 or 90, whatever year you were around, someone playing a song 30 years old? Mm -hmm. How would you feel? And that's what you have to think with this crowd is that – they're doing the same thing is, is that when you drop a song that's 30 years old, that's what you would have felt like throwing it back then. So in yeah. essence, with our, our kind of a demo couple that we're going to be talking about or the kids or the audience 30 years earlier puts it five years before they were born, possibly before their parents were, you know, their parents were in the, the, the dating stage maybe at that point in time. So you're talking about their parents' music. So, and we always told, talked throwbacks was just 10 years back. So if your your people are 25, you want to hit a throwback from them, you're going to go back to 2012, and that's their throwback. And I know a lot of you are like, well, that's brand new music. No. <laughs> no. And and I think there, there's where there's a, a disconnect is because for a wedding DJ who isn't out there working, say, specifically high school dances or college age events, we're looking at, uh, you know, looking at and saying, you know, what call me maybe isn't a uh, isn't a new song. It's in my new folder because I made that. I, you know, when I started my computer, I made a folder of new songs, and you know, Carly Rae Jepsen is right there because I, you know, spend you, you have to shift constantly. You're in a you're in a constant shift of your mindset, and I think that's where a lot of DJs really I have a lot of trouble struggling with it is that. They can't see a shifting, shifting brackets of things. Mm-hmm. They label oldies and oldies are oldies, but oldies are only oldies to people that were old when that wasn't when that was old. Wait, people that were young when that was old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Ah! I get you. I get you. Yeah, really. And it, and it just is going to keep and continue. So you have to think about you know that twenty twenty two. You're 15 year old, so anybody that you know that's 15, you have a couple kids at around that age, yeah, right? Yeah. So the music's playing right now. When they're getting married, is going to be throwback songs. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about that. Yeah. It's just a way of of giving someone what they like, and realizing that things change. Yeah. Like Homer Simpson said, he goes, I used to be cool, and then they went and changed the definition of cool. And I don't know what it is, and it just scares me. <laughs> uh, that, that's unfortunately way that's too That's kind of like what it is sometimes, is that you're not judging what you think's cool. You're judging it what they think's cool, and you have to play to what they think's cool. And, mm-hmm. and I know that's a very roundabout kind of generalization, but that's kind of the way I kind of look at it, is it's, it's not about me. 
it's about them. So I have to pretend I was them and go, what was hot 10 years ago? Sure. How big of a window would you, and still keeping in the concept of that throwback song for that age group, would you go back, Is it? are you going to try to stay at that 2012, or would you kind of go forward a year a year two, or back a year or two, or where is this sweet I'll, spot? I'll dance around that eight, that number. So if I was doing this, so I'm waiting for this thing that it's rereading. I open up virtual, so I'm going to look at my songs from around yeah. the era that yeah, we're going we're to good. talk about. And it's, it just decided it wanted to reread the tags. So it's still got 1,800 tags left to read. So I don't know if I can search with that or not. So I would go, if it was 2012, I would go maybe 2009, 2010. So I'm going to go 2010 to 2014. Mm -hmm. Helps if I put a one in there, 14. So at the top of my list on those would be I Love It by Icona Pop, Shake It Off, T uh, Don't Stop the Party by uh, Pitbull, TJR, Uptown Funk. So these are all throwbacks to these mm -hmm. people. That, well, a lot of you guys are thinking these are hot songs. These are older songs. Uh, Baliendo, uh, Dan Scudo uh, um, by Don O'More. Um, Party on Fifth Ave by Mac Miller. Uh, Starship by Nicki Minaj. These are all old songs. Um, Fine China by Chris Brown. Um, Talk Dirty to Me. Um, Fireball by Pitbull. Um, let me see here. Lana Del Rey, Summertime Sadness. So that also in that era, you had a lot of the, uh, like the chain smokers and stuff around the 2012. Yeah. So you have a little bit more dancey stuff in there. Um, Kesha's TikTok was 2010. That's another throwback. So a lot of you might not think of that, but these are all throwbacks. So if you want to go to oldies for them, so, so that would take us back to, 1997. Yeah, I was going to say late 90s. Right, so I'm going to go 1995 to 1999. That would be a thing. So back that thing up, Juvenile, is old school. Mm. Spice Girls, Wannabe, old school. Mm -hmm. um, hypnotized by Notorious B.I.G., old school. Um, Ricky Martin, She Bangs. That should throw you back into the old ones. Um, uh, it's come on, ride the trains in there, but I, I, I guess that is, yeah. You know, Quad City DJs. Yeah, come on, they were early, the early nineties is one. Yeah, yeah, someone Cotton um, Eye Joe. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think that was that was ninety five. That's right. Yeah. So, um, lit my own worst enemy. Smash Mouth, All Stars, um, all that's no diggity. Um, getting jiggy with it. Fantasy by Mariah Carey. Uh, this is how we do it. Montel Jordan. Sublime is uh, Sangria. Santeria. I can't ever say Sangria, that word. Yeah. Next, too close. Mambo number five. Um, different things like that. Those are old songs. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to see what I have here. That is. It's a wedding song, maybe. Thong song's not really a wedding song. Well, it's just Genie in a Bottle is in that age group of oldies. Um, I'm kind of wondering what people in the chat are thinking when I'm throwing these down. Um, California Love. Um, 
So now as you're going through and, and talking, tearing up my heart, that could be a wedding song, but that's an oldie song. Now, are you when you are going back and and looking and picking songs or or finding songs from those eras, are you looking at something that charted and did well, or are you looking for something that does well on the dance floor with that age group, or from your your experience did well uh, as it came through that time period? Okay, so the best way I can describe it is because I don't mass download crap, and this saves you this this saves you in the future. If it's on my computer, it's either been a specialty request that mm -hmm. was a one-time thing somebody wanted, or it has reached inside the top 40 of Billboard's Hot 200 chart. So even if it was in there for a week, it's in here. So everything in here has gone to the top four, inside the top 40 at some time, depending on how long it is. Okay. okay. I'm sorting that by the age range, I mean the date range, and then by play count. So what I've done over the past 10 years on these songs. So so it. it's so it's more from a obviously charts, but then it's it it would also be because of uh, the success you've had with those with that music. Somewhat, but I can jump down further like um tearing up my hearts down in the lower plays. It's not even up in the higher plays. Um wait. Am I doing this by play count? Yeah, I'm doing by play count. So, and that would have been there. There's where I'm headed to actually. Uh, that a group like uh, like the Backstreet Boys, where you've got multiple songs, and at that time, a different song would have been kind of the go-to at that particular time. But now, I I think tearing up my heart would be kind of the go-to, especially in the weddings wedding world. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, and it's just uh, how a person. How a person takes a look at those throwbacks and decides that you know the song that was like the hottest track from that artist at that time now maybe you know this What's the one you you say that you wanted to play uh turn up my heart from uh is it would be the one over uh you said i think uh there was a, another one of their songs you mentioned earlier Turning up my heart is 97 and i have played it 110 times mm -hmm. so that's when you get to 200, there's a lot of plays for me. That's when I see stuff that's in the two pluses. I've played them a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, Tearing Up My Heart is a drop with the right crowd. If you have a crowd that likes to sing along, oh yeah, I, I would go that direction. If the crowd's really not into that, you know, it, it kind of depends. I even think I might have that marked as a sing-along. Because there's a few like so. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just seeing what's all there. So, yeah, that was um, – I can actually tell you – I don't know how much this data isn't going to be the the – the most up-to-date uh last time i it was first played in 2014 according to this and last played in 2020 but this hasn't been updated so i know i've played it since then because mm -hmm. i do drop that one from time to time see that was one of the, back before we were into computers and we had the cds it was more common that we would you know grab a disc of you know the greatest hits of bon jovi's greatest hits as an example and the first track if we were going to play one would would have been you know this that track and then if we had gone and we'd have played that as a second track uh, it was coming we were doing things like that especially for weddings and then as time went on um and there was one at, at one time um you know as Def Leppard as an example uh Photograph was a bigger song in this area than uh Pour Some Sugar On Me I don't know if I've ever even heard Photograph oh interesting yeah, it. Worst of Sugar Army is the only thing I would ever play by them. Yeah, the uh, the Rock of Ages was uh, was a, a uh, introduction, kind of a, a little bit in the area, but you couldn't do much to that. But Photograph had um, 
just just as a uh, a, a big track, but it it's it wasn't didn't have the the danciness I guess of it. Right. If I if I'm saying it right, it, or it seemed, didn't seem to have that, which uh, pour some sugar. I mean, has had a longer and has more of a multi generational appeal over the years. And now today, of course, uh, you know that's been the big song everywhere, even here, which uh, took took a little more time. That's that, but that idea that that yeah, there might I be. I do have it, but I've never played it. Because yeah. years ago, I got a thing called the top 500 rock songs of all time. Mm -hmm. And it was in that grouping of things. Yeah. Yeah. Pour Some Sugar on Me, I have played 85 times. Mm -hmm. And I've played the promo-only quick video. Um, but you can do well with that beyond that age group. So you have to keep that in mind. Because the other night, I was at the casino, and we had late 20s. People in their late, a whole group of people in their late 20s. And I went from Journey... Don't stop believing to Bon Jovi, um, living on a prayer, uh, Neil Diamond, then into Nelly, and they ate them up like crazy. Mm -hmm. So Hot let's, let's categorize those songs for that late twenties. Sing you, along, sing along, sing along, sing and dance along. Mm -hmm. So you were jumping. <laughs> that was the purpose. You were but, jumping, you know, from from super old for them. You know, the Neil Diamond would have been way before you know their parents even. To a point, um, possibly back and forth in that, but you cut it, you group them as sing along, yeah, and it worked, yeah. If you catch a like I said, I was gonna try, I was trying a bunch of different things that night because I get a lot of requests for 90s and early 2000s with that crowd for some reason. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna see what this is. I'm in a spot where I kind of want to change, I wanted to change things up. And the version I have has this drop where it goes drop, drop, drop. Dun, 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 and it starts into that piano. So it's it's a cut and then that distinct piano. And as soon as I did that, they screamed. I said, okay, I know what I'm going to do next couple of songs. I'm going to stay right in this, this older sing-along niche. And that's what I did. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the thing I think is most important when I talk about being a good DJ is being able to look at the crowd. And I tried something, and if it wouldn't have worked, I could have gotten out of it because I can mix. Yeah. But it hit, and I said, I'm going to give myself three songs and see what they do. And we got to um, uh, uh, Neil Diamond, and they were good. They were singing, but I said, I want to go a different direction. I want to get him with something. And I took that hot cut of Nelly's Hot in Here where it goes, oh, and that's how I dropped that one in because I wanted their attention again. I didn't want to mix across. I wanted a cut to Boom, grab yeah. their attention. And, you know, it's just different things you do. And I, and I went that direction and I stayed there for a little bit. So you're playing you're, the Sweet Caroline, you're playing that in there. You can feel that they're in, engaged, but not to the level that they probably were the song or two before. They were screaming the other lyrics. Like I turned it down and you could hear all over the whole casino people singing along with it. So. <laughs> That's good. Do you do you ride the uh, Sweet Caroline out or do you go through, you know, the um, verse, refrain, verse out? Um, I, every version I play, remember, is an intro outro, and the version it does, he does the last time, and I've them singing, it goes, da, 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 da. and that's where I drop the, oh, okay. So, so I, I, it was I a keep shorter them version. at a point there, yeah. And I could have mixed, but I said, I really want to make this dramatic, and everybody knows that, oh, so mm -hmm. I, I dropped that in there, same way that I dropped that, you know, everybody... Let your uh, everybody let your hands in the air, 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 air. Piano, 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 piano. Into journey. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to find my um, 
my list because I can actually tell you what songs that I went there the other night. I'm trying to get into my list here. It's not under cloud list. Oh, it's under my account. And I can actually tell you what I played because virtual records all mm-hmm. of that. Um, so go ahead with your next one while I'm hunting for this. Yeah, so so we've got you, you sing along songs can take you can go a variety of different directions. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> That's funny, Steve. Um, that would so, have been what was last Saturday the sixth, unless it yeah. didn't upload. I have July. I don't have August on here, so I would have to pull the other computer out to grab that. So we're ta- so we sing alongs. You can drift into different different eras, um, and they can still work because of just being them people knowing those songs so yeah. well. Let's let's go the other direction a little bit now. When when will you drop a a new song in to a set that is kind of aimed at that uh, that that group? And I will it. drop them all the time, like uh, in and out. Like I dropped, um, I'm going to have to get the other computer to get you the, no, the, the things because I can never think of this. I can never think of the name of the song. I have it in there because it's Mariah Carey's hook from Fantasy. Fantasy. Yep. They, yeah, they've and been playing went that, from that into Fantasy worked well. So you're mixing the old and the new. Um, I'll, I'll drop little things like that, depending upon the crowd. Other ones, I'll go more hip hop. I'll go a little bit more mainstream. Somebody wanted to hear this real urban song. I'll drop it and then go into something else that's in the same BPM. Mm-hmm. So mixing is, if you can mix, you can mix two things together. When people tell you, um, you can't, um, you can't mix these two together. Anything's mixable. It's just how you go about blending it. Cause I showed people that one time that I went from, uh, when it, uh, Little John's um, turned down for what into Taylor Swift's 22. Because there's a point in there where it backs off enough that I can do that, pull some tones out, walk into hers, and then come out of theirs. But I do it in like four, eight counts. It takes me to get across there. But you can mix the two, anything you want. And mm-hmm. it's, it wasn't disturbing because you're carrying them through that. And if it's that distinct, you can carry it if you take it over a long distance of time. Sure. And and as you say, you're you're taking pieces out and bringing pieces in as you're doing it, so you're not having that overlap and that uh, uncomfortableness of no. Them there's the part in turn down for what where the you know because that hits that and it drops. It goes it calms down a lot, and you can take the mid out and where you're just having that kick. It was a perfect night. It, it just it comes across there if you blend it across. And then mm-hmm. I, as the song gets into hers, I back the bass off because hers doesn't have near as much bass. Sure. So you have to back it off slowly to make it sound normal. When it gets to the part of her song where she does have a, a kick drop, you have the other one down enough that it doesn't seem weird going into the next one. Mm-hmm. So I really wish I would ha- have that list because it must not have uploaded after I got off. Because yeah. I haven't had the computer on since saturday so i would have to go back there and get it if you want me to see what i played ah, we're, we're good we're good mj okay. we're good so no, this is this is working working well so so throwbacks how how much of a risk are you when you when you've got that 29 year old crowd are you are you willing to go you mentioned of course with the sing-along you had a couple of songs you were going to go three songs when you're going and you're seeing that crowd and you're like hey i think i can go back to the 80s with this crowd and maybe not our 20 year olds but whatever the crowd is and you're thinking that is three songs kind of your set or the amount of songs you want to go to try it? You know, sampling of three songs. Well, or- I always, it, it, the thing is, is I always have three songs set. So a good DJ is always three songs deep. 
the song that's playing, the song I'm going to mix, and the song I'm going to follow it up with. Sure. And then you have a plan B. So in my side list, I always have stuff thrown over there that are hot that I'm going to play eventually that if I can't, if it doesn't work, then I have that one ready to bring in quickly, get out and move on. Um, again, I took another dive that night for a chance and I played Dancing Queen, which I have a Dancing Queen with an intro, not the piano. So it's an intro with the hook first. So it has a chorus, the first thing. Mm -hmm. And the girls were like, oh, and the guys are like, ooh, boo. And like two seconds after the girls started singing, which that's what I wanted to wait and see, <laughs> they all joined in. Yep. And it was one of those things, like, I just kind of wanted to see how that goes there. So little things like that's one that I wasn't sure because the other ones, I know it's kind of that out of the city, like the rock and roll kind of stuff. So I knew the Bon Jovi and stuff that would go this one, you know, dancing queen kind of maybe, but it did go good enough. But then again, like I said, I put newer stuff on. I can't even think of what all I played. But it was, uh, you know, just stuff like I will, like I said, I'll type in and go, I need to throw some new ones. So I'll type in like 2017, 2022 and play three or four songs from just that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm doing a lot of Dua Lupa because I love her stuff. So they're going to get what I like. Yeah. Um, the the new one with um, Doja Cat and um, I can't think of who it is. You can tell me in the chat. But that one I like. I play that one. Um, just two or three things like that, you know, bad bunny, depending upon the crowd. I don't think I, I don't think I went too much Latin down there because they're not big on that at that casino, mm -hmm. but it, it, like I said, it's, you really have to keep your mind open and have fun with it. Um, but here's a good example of stuff I would not have played. Uh, and especially because of the manager there, I would not have played something like Humpty dance. Okay. Just, I knew I probably would have been fired. When you play something, Ice Ice Baby, you would have gotten fired. Now, why um, is that? What's that? Why Why is that? Ice Ice Baby is kind of a... Too, it's not bringing the right crowd they want. They really? want a young crowd. Okay. So, like, I've seen places that literally have a certain crowd, and they go, we don't want this crowd anymore. Start playing this. And it completely emptied the place out for weeks. That's what they want. Yep, they want to... I knew the crowd. manager wanted younger, because um, I heard him complaining about another DJ playing. I think it was either Ice Ice Baby or... Um, Groove is in the heart by D light. And, and, and I'm like, I know, I know to stay away from all of that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like I said, it just kind of depends. You've got to be able to read the crowd. You got to know your managers and owners because they want a certain thing. Um, you've got to keep everybody happy. I've learned at that place mashups because I have a mashup of country grammar by Nelly and sweet home, Alabama that goes off well. And I have a mashup of ACDC's all night long and, uh, Fergie's humps and that goes off because you get a little of both crowds they can sing sure. both songs mm -hmm. um, I have a mashup that I don't I play this sparingly because I think it's too over the person who did this did it a little bit too, not overdone but it's just two hot songs that you don't mess with journey that much so it's journeys don't stop believing and Lady Gaga's just dance and they work well together and people like it, but they also really like Journey. Journey so yeah. one of those things, it's like, I may do it to bring them out. But if they're out there, I wouldn't throw it out if they're already out there. Because sure. that, would, that would screw some things up, mm -hmm. at least in my opinion. Yeah. Is that making sense that, on some that of that? Does. It does. It, it's, it's interesting that line you have to walk. Because especially when you're working for someone that's not a private event, that, okay, so I, I can do these songs and then I can throw in a... a a throwback or, or even a, a classic song for this age group, but I can't get into a, I can't ride that area very long because 
they want a specific crowd uh, in here and a, a specific response from a specific age group. Yeah, like but some of the bars like will tell you don't play anything older than 15 years old because mm -hmm. they want that 24-year-old, that yeah. 22, 23, 24-year-old. They don't want older people in there mm -hmm. because if older people in there, then the younger people won't come in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so see. it's it's certain ones. Other ones, the weirdest songs they don't want you to play. They'll come up and say, "Don't play this song," and, and you don't even know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember the song? Was it uh, "Too Close" by Next? I think yeah. it was. Yeah, good too. Had a guy at a bar said, "We don't play that song here." Hmm. And I'm not even sure why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another one, I had two or three bars when Obama, uh, uh, Mobamba came out, uh, said, don't play that song here. Mm -hmm. They literally had things in the DJ booth. Do not play Mobamba ever. I don't care how much you get requested. So, <laughs> Yeah, that was that was kind of common. We, we were seeing that too. And even though we had quote, clean versions that had like no lyrics left, you know, we just had the bass line. That was, uh, that was like one of the first big, or not one of the first, but it was a big song during that time frame that every school was saying no. You know, yeah. didn't even have to ask. No. Okay. But you could play Moni Moni if you'd like. Okay, we'll just, we'll just do that. Yeah, exactly. Or the, the, the advisor. The roof, the roof, the roof is on <laughs> yeah, fire. Yeah, the advisors who are requesting uh, Baby Got Back during that period of time. It was a, a classic a, song for us. I did a, a Catholic church event, and there are girls that had a dance and the teacher was like, yeah, they can do their dance. And the song they had for the dance was Got Me Walking Side side, side to Side by um, oh, uh, Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj. Yeah. And, and, and if you don't know what the song is about, Got Me Walking Side by Side, Use Your Imagination. And another teacher came up and go, did you pick this song? I'm like, no, that's nope. the song they wanted. And I was kind of surprised that they wanted that here. And then he walked right over to the, their supervisor and told them about the song. And she's like, oh, cut the song. <laughs> so you kind of have to know this stuff and don't be afraid to speak up if they don't know it. Yeah, especially at schools. I've done a variation yeah. of that a few times. It's like, do you relate? Do you know what this song's about? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, well, MJ, I just wanted to keep tonight a little bit shorter, actually. I didn't want to go too terribly... Uh, too terribly long i just wanted to hit a few things with that and and hope. real quick in the chat does anybody have any questions about this topic because i know i was kind of hammering some stuff out there if you have something that you can pop in real quick a short question something i didn't or john didn't explain uh even if we just handle it at another episode um i know a lot of you deal with this so it is something that i think probably there's going to be a lot of questions or ideas or thoughts or what about this so yeah and if you guys now, are, later exactly if you guys are watching it later um you can definitely put the questions in the uh the comment section because i pulled those off and then when we do our monthly which our next live our next monday night show will be on the 22nd i believe monday the 22nd yeah, next monday is the uh education training. yeah we're doing the training uh on the 15th we'll be doing our training night which we'll be talking uh, uh dan's been interviewing people at dj expo getting tips and ideas of how people handle the busy season keeping their head in the game keeping themselves uh up 
emotionally there for their clients and being able to uh, keep that balance of uh, life and, and business going on. So that'll be our topic for next Monday night. And anchoring that at the end of the night, we're going to spend some time talking to Mike Walter because Mike not only runs a very uh, a very active multi-system DJ company, he's doing a lot of shows in the course of a month with uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday shows at times. And of course, uh, he's over 25, so he's got to be able to balance all these different parts of his life and not burn out. And he's going to have some uh, tips and ideas for us next Monday night, the 15th. You'll be able to find the links and everything for that at djntv.com slash virtual expo. And we'll have that all set up and ready to go. Uh, I should be getting that together, I suppose, tomorrow afternoon. So we'll have it ready for next week's show. And then, yeah, any questions about music, we'll uh, tackle on the next week when we do our monthly uh, question and answer. Uh, and we'll also be uh, having Dan, he'll be back, and he'll have some um, kind of show and tell from uh, DJ Expo, some of the things that he saw there, and we'll dig into that a little bit also. And then next week, you'll have a, uh, will you do another music and mixing? All goes well. Uh, there'll be a, uh, on the 17th Wednesday, there'll be another uh, virtual DJ show. Okay. Some ideas for that, so... I'm going to I'm going to try to keep all this lively. I have a lot going on and I'm going to try to keep that lively, but that is going to be something that's up, but there might be I might be expanding it for you guys. I know I'm only once a month, but we'll, I'm just kind of playing it by ear right now. But yeah. it'll maybe be in fall, but uh I'm not leaving you guys. I know I haven't been doing as many shows, but I'm I'm still here. Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. And now next week, Howie will be back. Uh, he's again at DJ Expo, as well as Brian and Jay. Everyone will be back next week. So they'll be doing their regular Monday and Tuesday night, 10 o'clock Eastern shows. So you'll be able to join them in the chill room at djntv.com slash chill. So will I have to keep wearing this next week? Or can uh, I, no, can you, can I wash it? you can take it off, wash it, and then bring it back the week after when Dan's back. So then he'll feel the love. Okay. So that'd be great. So, <laughs> hey, thank you guys for being with us tonight, and we'll catch you next Monday night. Have yourself a wonderful night and a wonderful weekend. Good night, everybody. Uh-huh.